What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Inside the Five. I'm Griff. I'm Will. I'm Stav. And welcome to the Super Bowl special, Super Bowl 57. That would have been bad if I got that wrong. Super Bowl 57. We're going to be talking all things Super Bowl, all things Kansas City, all things Chief. Game props, player props, party props. It's just going to be straight Super Bowl. This is the Super Bowl special. We will not be giving out our picks for who's going to win. Uh, against the spread or the over-under until the end of the episode. So make sure you guys stay for the whole thing. What do we say, guys? Let's do it. Welcome back to Inside the Five, the Super Bowl special, boys. And I couldn't be more excited to get started with this. Um... I love the format that we did this year. You know, this isn't your stereotypical Super Bowl sports podcast episode where we're just going to go in, look at a little props here and there. No, we're going into the party props to find another podcast that's literally going to give you, what do we have, seven different predictions. I'm sorry, six different predictions per prop, right? And how? what better way to get started with the National Anthem, the actual start of the game? So... Chris Stapleton, country singer, is singing the national anthem. The line is set at 119.5 seconds, basically over under two minutes. We'll, or, you know, we'll go Griff, me, and then Will for that, the order we have on the sheet. Griff, give me your prediction. Is he going to go over under 119.5 seconds? Chris Stapleton, country artist, country artist, notoriously known for carrying their notes. Uh, the over has hit. Um, at a mark of 120, it has hit in the past five Super Bowls. Give me the over. Love the over at minus 165. William. All right. Um, I'm also taking the over. You know, country singer, like you said, Griff, the notes get extended, likes to take his time, you know, set the tone, really let, let, let the mood for the game, everyone get in their emotion, everyone settle in, you know. He's going to set the tone for the Super Bowl, start off with the national anthem, going over. Yeah. I mean, he's a country singer. Country singers like to take their time. They like the spotlight because they usually don't get the spotlight when it comes to uh, music nowadays. So he's going to go over. He's going to get his name out there. And also Griff's roommate, Jaden, our buddy Darren, and my roommate, Nico, uh, they're also joining us on these picks. And everyone picked the over. You know, this is one of the only ones where it was all unison in which what we picked. Uh, everyone loves the over. The over is going to hit. If you don't pick the over here, what are you doing? That's That's all I got to say. That's fact. Next. Jaden will be making appearance this episode, by the way. Ooh, just a heads up. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful. All right, next prop we have Gatorade color. So we're fast-forwarding to the end of the game. Um, Gatorade color is a famous Super Bowl prop. I feel like we see this. This is one of the uh, party favorites, I would say. You know, people who don't really watch football will tune in to see what the Gatorade color is, and they talk about the Gatorade color. I know I have a a group chat with family members who don't watch football and they they still pick the Gatorade color. Griff, what's the color going to be? Okay. A lot of extensive research done on this one. Um, the favorite it has for years has been yellow slash green. Um, you know, I've taken that in years prior. It's worked out in years prior this year, big switch Gatorade is going to go back to the way that they were invented in Gatorland, they're going to go orange. I got orange here. Once again, this is all part of a system that I have set in place. So pretty much I, I have the best value for my picks. I mean, you're getting orange at around plus 1,200. I mean, 
what better color would there be to get around there? Um, like I said, like I said, um, I care more about these props than I do the game. No, I'm kidding. But, but for real, I'm lying about everything. This is, these are all guesses. I have orange though. I have orange. Well, um, I'm going yellow slash green. I know it's listed as yellow slash green all the time. Yep. It's not really sure. Like what's up with the green side of it? Like, cucumber flavored like, like cucumber, that's just weird like yeah like that's disgusting yes like that's disgusting i mean yeah i don't know what they're doing with green but we're going yellow slash green obviously it's always the favorite every year everyone goes for it i feel like you can't go wrong because i feel like you know like like orange is a solid pick i feel like yellow slash green and orange are like two solid picks but i feel like blue can be risky sometimes like the other other colors because you never know like you, you see blue and you're like wow like that's kind of like i feel like you gotta go with the colors of the teams i feel like you gotta roll with that Yep. Stop. Blue. 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 The color of Griff's room right now. Blue. The color of my deodorant. Blue. The color of my fucking PlayStation controller. It's blue. 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 Blue is the color. I can't wait to see the winning head coach get doused with blue Gatorade. Blue is the color of the world. Blue is the color of everything. It's going to be blue. All right. And then Jaden and Darren both said yellow. And Nico, yeah. my roommate, said blue. So we got two winners here. Next, we're going to the coin toss. You know, the coin toss is the next. I mean, we, we're going back in time from the from the Gatorade bath. But, you know, I was thinking of doing something funny for our recording for the coin toss. I was going to have Siri flip a coin, and that's what I was going to pick. But Oh, I like that. I Wait, wait. Can we – no, wait. Can we do that right now, but we yeah. all choose one right now yep. just for fun? Yeah, Griff, you have to, you have to write them in. Or are these well, are well, no, no, no. We're gonna okay. go with what we have right now. We're gonna. Okay. Yes. I think we, I think that's how it should work. I think we should keep our pick for the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and this is like a prediction. This is the. Prediction. This is the it five prediction. The it five coin flip. Hey Siri, flip a coin. Hold on. Hey. Yep. <laughs> hey Siri, flip a coin. Got it, it is tails. It is tails. Mm. Tails is mm. the call. Chris, the big heads guy. Yeah, I mean, notoriously known as uh, anti-tail. Um, I guess you could say activist. I just don't believe in tails. I, I people say tails never fails, but there's there's no such thing as perfection, and that's just a, a road that I've always leaned heavy towards. I'm going heads. Um, it was heads in the national championship. Uh, a year ago, it was tails in both the national championship and the Super Bowl. Like I said, the shit isn't funny. Like I'm not here to have fun. <laughs> like I, I am ready. I am re- like, <laughs> like I'm not with the gimmicks this year. It's heads, and and nobody believes in me. Yeah, neither does Siri. Neither do Will and I, and neither do does uh, Nico or Jaden. You and Darren were the only ones that picked heads here. You know, statistics say it'd be 50-50. You know, it'd be three and three. No, we're four and two. Tails gang all the way. And now, let's fast forward a little bit more to the halftime show. We have the queen herself, Rihanna, who's performing at the half. I cannot wait for that. Very excited. Stop. Notorious Rihanna, super fan. Mm -hmm. Very much so. I mean, yesterday in our Madden franchise, Griff and Darren played in the Super Bowl, and I sang Rihanna for them. During the halftime show. Yep. I so, won. yeah, he, he won. But, anyways, Griff, <laughs> what's the first song that Rihanna's going to sing to open up the biggest show in the entire world? 
Well, it's simple. You picture Rihanna stepping into the stage at Glendale, Arizona, and only one instrumental comes to mind. If you're a real Rihanna fan, you know that she's going to be shining bright like a diamond at the beginning of the Super Bowl halftime show. I, I honestly think that there's a lot of a lot of her more popular songs that people are going to guess here. I think Diamond, you can get good value at. That's a great pick. You know, when you, when I saw that before, I was pissed. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to say that I was – like, if I thought of it, I would have taken it regardless if you took it. I just didn't think of Diamonds. And Diamonds is the per- – I can't – I guarantee it's going to hit. Will, give me yours. I have – don't stop the music. Classic. Can't go wrong. I feel like that's a nice way to open up the performance. You know, it'll get the people going. Everyone's going to be on their feet. Everyone's going to be screaming the lyrics. I think it's just a perfect way. I mean, value, I think it, I think on the favorites, I think it was third down the list. So, you know, if it, if it does hit, your, your odds are, I mean, plus a lot. So, like, you know, if you place it, you like it, you could win a lot from it. All right. Mine – I picked Disturbia. Disturbia is an all-time classic in her 2008 album. Great song. I, I will be jumping and singing it along to it as well. Um, cannot wait for Disturbia to play. She's going to play it, whether Disturbia it be first or not. Classic. We'll see. Yeah. It's a great yeah. song. And now let's go a half hour into the future. Rihanna's last song of the halftime show. Griff, what do you have? Um, I got – I mean, this is the perfect way to segue into the third quarter, in my opinion. I actually have – a surprise prop, Eminem performing. In I was Love gonna the way that. you lie. I, oh. I, <laughs> I have Eminem coming out for the very last song, Love the Way You Lie. I think they're gonna perform the whole song because you know she performs increments of the song throughout the halftime show. She doesn't just go full song for the track list. I think that this will be the final one where she'll have her her chorus, which is an absolute classic. Eminem comes in. She sings her chorus once again in the third way or the third quarter gets underway in Arizona. I, I just I'm doing this based off of vibes. I'm doing this based off of feeling and I'm doing this based off of what would I want the track list to be? And I just think that Diamonds would be a perfect way to start. It seems like the beginning of something beautiful. And Love the Way You Lie is like, okay, we're getting back into football now. Um, Have you guys seen that video? I, it's on YouTube somewhere of Rihanna performing Love the Way You Lie. She does the opening. Awesome. Perfection. And then Eminem rises up from underneath the stage. No one expected him. The crowd just pops. I can totally see that happening now. And if I'm going to – if there – if I could find the odds for Eminem showing up during the halftime show, I would place it. I think I would put my college yeah. tuition on it, to be honest. Good value. Good value. Yeah, great value. Will, what's Rihanna's last song to lead us into the second half of the Super Bowl? I got Run This Town. Classic. Again, can't go wrong. I feel like it's a good way to really just set the tone for the second half of the Super Bowl. Yeah. No, 100%. I mean, that's another one. That that was our – that could was see one a Jay-Z. Our- could see a Jay-Z. Could. The Jay-Z. Oh, could. my God. That would be unreal. We will not be seeing Kanye West. No, <laughs> Kanye will not be in attendance, or he might be in attendance. He just might. He, he won't. Be they will not let him on the no. field. And I got to go. Take a bow. Ta- take a bow is one of those songs. It's how you wrap things up, right? When yeah. you think of uh, the second half of the Super Bowl, you think of excellence. You think of perfection. You think of history. You think of wrapping up that NFL season, that chapter in the NFL's life. Take a bow. You take a bow, NFL. That's how you're going to start into the second half. And then Jaden picked umbrella. Darren, love the way you lie. Nico, we found love. All right. 
Then this is the last one that has nothing to do with the game. This is the last party prop, the Stavro special. Will a fan run on the field? We saw it in the 2020 Super Bowl between the Bucks and the I'm sorry, the Bucks and the Chiefs. We saw it in the Super Bowl the year prior of the 49ers and the uh the 49ers and the Chiefs. We didn't see it last year. Will a fan return onto the field? Griff, what do you have? Uh, the, the security situation is a lot more strict in Los Angeles. Um, me and Will have tested that out before. Um, so that's why it didn't happen last year. You can't get on, get to the lower bowl. Like, it's just mm. impossible. Arizona, a lot different of a situation. Um, originally, I had no. Stav, we were on this dock at the same time. You, you put a different question in there. Uh, I put it as yes, but throughout that whole process, I'm sticking with it. I think that a fan will run onto the field in this game. Um, I think that um, it won't be for no reason. I think somebody is going to try to, like, prove a point or, like, some sort of uh, person is going to try to protest the game for some yeah. some reason. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm riding with you on that one. I went yes, too. Um, there was a streaker at the Bucks Super Bowl. The last time there was a streaker at the Super Bowl, I feel like security levels might be around the same, similar environment. You know, I feel like obviously LA they keep it tight, locked, and I, I don't know why. I feel like Arizona, if someone's gonna slip onto the field, I feel like I feel like there's a higher chance it could be for literally no reason. I feel like someone might just be like, just I don't know why. Like probably my guess is right after the halftime show when they're trying to like clean up and stuff, and it's like right. After halftime, they come in and they're just going to walk right on when they least expect it. I got no boys, uh, along <laughs> with Jaden, Darren, and Nico. Uh, it's it's 2023. There's so much security. I don't think that they'll let – I mean, we know how crazy Eagles fans are. We know how crazy Chiefs fans are. I think that security is going to be top-notch, and especially the people who, will, who are paying to be at this event, they care way too much to be thrown out of this game. If a fan tries to get onto the field, it's noticed by the broadcast, but they don't make it onto the field. Does that count? They have to put both feet down onto not the playing area, but they have but to get on their the, feet. the surface, just they like the same the level. So Arizona's yeah. grass, you got to get the feet down on the grass. You can't be on the, the, the uh, car. Not on the, on the rubber? Outside. No, you got to be on. The grass. Okay. Okay. I still like yes. I, I'm still taking yes. Okay. I'm not going to back off my gun. I just wanted to know the parameters. Yeah. The, the rule should have been specified before. I guess that is my bad because that was the prop that I chose. But let's get into game props, boys. You know, the, the party props are always fun for the Super Bowl, but we watch the Super Bowl for the football. We, we want to see excellence. We want to see history. We want to see the best game of all time. Um, the game props. We'll start with the opening kickoff. Will it result in a touchback? Uh, I know last year it ended in a touchback and the year prior. Um, Griff, what do you have? Yeah, um, two of the league's best kickers, Harrison Bucker, been struggling with accuracy this year. Hasn't been struggling with the leg, though. Um, I think that no matter what, whoever kicks this ball off, uh, it will result in a touchback. This is actually probably lock of the year. I, I bet it every year. Agreed. I feel like you like almost you have to take it in this one. I mean, there's really no, I mean, for kick returners, it's not, there's no one like notable, I would say, like who's like bound to take one back. So I feel like there's no reason to. Also, the kickers are very good, like you said. 
you got to say touchback. You know, I had a dream. Last night, it was Super Bowl, and someone kicked the ball off, and the returner went like this, declaring that he's not touching it. It's going to be a touchback. I hammered this last year. Yeah. The official was going like this, yep. calling it a touchback. Excellent. We're going to start off Super Bowl Sunday with a bang. Or the, the game props with a bang. It's going to be a touchback, and everybody on the list I do, agrees. I do want to say I'm glad that you said it like that because by the time that the touchback actually takes place, that's probably going to be like my fifth or sixth bet that's already been settled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was about to say to start off Super Bowl Sunday. No, we're, we're going to have a few bets prior. So – that's what matters. All right. And then let's fast forward to an unknown oh, an unknown point in this game. The first coach's challenge outcome. The, I mean, wh- who knows if there's even going to be a challenge. The refs could do a perfect job, and the, the coaches might not even have anything to dispute. And this one's pretty split. I think we're split right down the middle. Um, the first coach's challenge outcome, Griff, what do you think? Uh, it's simple. Uh, Andy Reed, you know, before a timeout is going to find himself on a third and one could be fourth and one, and he's going to challenge the spot of the play. That play is going to be success or that challenge is going to be successful. Uh, he's going to go into the timeout. He's going to eat a nice little hamburger during the timeout, fuel himself up and and the chiefs are going to be back in business. I think, that the first challenge of the game is going to be a turning point in the game. And, and I think it's going to dictate the way that the game goes. I, I have, you know, that's obviously, obviously a scenario, but I got to stick with my guns. I'm going successful challenge from whichever coach calls it. I was going in with the same mentality. I was, I said successful um, Two smart head coaches, especially Andy Reed. I'm mainly, mainly said yes. Cause I really feel like Andy Reed's going to go out there. He's going to see something. He's going to go for the challenge. And most of the time he knows what he's doing. He likes to use that challenge fact. He's very efficient with it. I feel like he can get a job, get that job done. I think he's going to make the right decision and it's going to be successful. So I'm riding, I'm riding with that. Boys, I, I'm fading both of you guys. I, I got unsuccessful and I'm going to tell you why. Nick Sirianni. He's an emotional guy, right? I feel like early on in the game, we're going to see a play that doesn't really go the way of the Philadelphia Eagles. Maybe it's a third in inches and he challenges it. And it's going to be obvious. It's not going to even be close. And it's going to be unsuccessful. Chiefs ball. That's what's going to happen. Nick Sirianni, unsuccessful challenge. I'm adding my own little leg to it. Not just overall. Nick Sirianni is going to have an unsuccessful challenge as the first challenge of this game. And then the rest of us, Jaden said successful and Darren and Nico followed my trend and said unsuccessful. All right. Shout out, shout out Jaden getting love right now. <laughs> Next, we got the highest scoring quarter. We watch football for points. We watch football for points. We're going to get to it later. But what is the highest scoring quarter going to be, Griff? Uh, the highest scoring quarter, um, I feel like in every game, in every sport, where there's quarters, it is known to be the third quarter. This time around, I think that we're going to see at least a touchdown in every single quarter of this game. Um, obviously, I'm not going to be giving out my pick for over or under till later. But with that being said, the middle quarters are where you eat up most of those points. It's either a toss-up between the second and the third. I'm going to take the second, though, and I also have that with the first half being the highest scored half 
of the game. So I got the second quarter. Will? Um, I'm going with the classic third quarter. I feel like you can't go wrong. There's obviously good value in the third quarter. You know, It's usually the quarter they score the most points in. I'm riding with the third quarter. Well, I'm riding with you. Um, halftime adjustments will be made. Points will be scored. You know, I wouldn't even be surprised if the opening second half kick got returned for a touchdown. For a touchdown. And I think we're going to see electric offense. We're going to see fireworks. And especially after the electric halftime show, how can both offenses not come out and put on a show for Rihanna? And then Jaden has the fourth quarter being the most uh, or the highest scoring. Darren has a third and Nico has a second. So we're all pretty much split up here. Um, Will, Darren and I have the third quarter and then Griffin, Nico have the second and then Jaden has the fourth, the only one. It it will not be the first. Yeah, no way. Usually, usually it's not even a touchdown or a point scored in the first quarter in the Super Bowl, which is interesting. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Next one. Anytime touchdown, but we had a little stipulation on it where Travis Kelsey has to be at least two touchdowns. I think it's minus odds that he scored the touchdown. So that's not fun. We don't care about minus odds here. Okay. We're looking for value. Everyone loves value. Griff, who's going to score a touchdown? Talk about some value here. I'm going with Isaiah Pacheco, which I don't have the exact number, but I'm going to find it right now. You want to talk about a value pick. You want to talk about a guy that's been running hard for this team, that has emerged himself, in my opinion, as the true running back one of this team with McKinnon uh, taking a lot of the receiving back downs. Uh, You're due for a rushing touchdown if you're the Kansas City Chiefs in this game. I just think that in terms of running backs – Isaiah Pacheco should be the guy for them in this game. I don't see why he wouldn't be in the backfield. Um, At one touchdown, he's plus 120. So, you know, you're getting plus odds at that. It it, it looks like a good bet. And even though the Eagles run defense has been very good, um, it's the Super Bowl. And you got to expect that every single player on that field is giving it uh, 110%. And everybody's going to be flying around. Isaiah Pacheco is going to find the end zone on Sunday. Like that. Um, I got AJ Brown. He is at plus one thirty-five for any time touchdown. Um, I think it's good value. AJ Brown to get in the end zone. I feel like his first Super Bowl, a lot of the team's first Super Bowl on the Eagles. I feel like it would be great to find him. They've been pairing well together all season. He gets active. Why not? AJ Brown. Value, 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 value. Dallas Goddard will get into the end zone. I guarantee. That's a stop guarantee, and I'm never wrong. Even when I'm wrong, I'm always right, okay? Dallas Goddard in the end zone, plus 160. Throw 100 on it. Make 160. Buy yourself a nice Valentine's Day dinner. This is going to be awesome. Can't wait for that to hit. Plus 160, Dallas Goddard. And now, everybody else, Jaden said Devonta Smith. Darren said Hurts rushing. And Nico Tailby with Dallas Goddard. So it looks like our apartment's going to be up on the week after Dallas Goddard scores a touchdown. So now let's move to the next prop that we have. And now this one is a little bit different. We said first touchdown and we all said, um, has to be, uh, different than the anytime touchdown pick. So Griff, I'm sorry, I started a little bit there. I was just looking for the odds. Griff, who's going to score the first touchdown of Super Bowl 57? Um, simple. 
Couldn't take him without taking two touchdowns for the anytime because he is a monster. Travis Kelsey is guaranteed a touchdown in this game, however. Um, I think he scores the first one of the game, uh, not necessarily meaning that that's going to be on the first drive, maybe even the second drive, but I have Travis Kelsey scoring the first touchdown. He's the favorite to do so. Still at plus odds, obviously, because everybody's at plus odds for first touchdown score. Um, Love Travis Kelsey in this game. I think that that is the one true advantage they have in the receiving core against the Philadelphia Eagles. So he's going to have to be – his usage rate, although it is the highest of a tight end, is going to have to be amplified in this game. Will? I got Devonta Smith plus 760 to score the first touchdown of the game. I picked A.J. Brown to score any touchdown. I have Devonta Smith scoring the first round, first touchdown of the game. I like the Eagles wide receiver in the Super Bowl. I'm riding with them. Will, if you're only getting plus 760 on a Devonta Smith first touchdown – um, you need to switch books because I got it at plus eleven hundred. Talk oh, about value here. Value then. Value. We love value here on Inside the Five. Speaking of value, I'm taking Miles Sanders first one in the end zone. Miles Sanders has had a great playoff run. The running backs for the Philadelphia Eagles have had great playoff runs. I love Miles Sanders to score first here. I think it's even going to be on the first drive of the game. Mm. Wow, and I got I got mm. Miles Sanders at plus seven fifty. That's a good pick right yeah. there. Kelsey at plus 600, and I also have Devonta Smith, so we'll lock that in at, at plus 1,100. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. All right. And then Jaden said Hurts rushing. Darren plus 700. Had, plus 700, yeah. Miles Sanders plus 750. And then Nico also said Hurts rushing, which pretty cool there. We got some we, we, we got some Jalen Hurts fans here. We got a lot of uh, – out of everyone here, five of the six of us picked Eagles to score first. Griff, is there any reason why you think that the Chiefs are going to score first? Uh, simple. Everybody's on the Eagles. Everybody's on the Eagles' dick, and I just I, I I don't appreciate it. I mean, there's there's two teams in this Super Bowl, and two of them have the same record. One of them has the best defense in the league. One of them, I would argue, has the best offense in the league. And even though the Eagles have the best offensive line in the league, the uh, the Chiefs' offensive line is right up there with them. I think that the Chiefs are a team not a lot of people talk about. I'm kind of kind of gonna kind of compare them to this year's. Astros team. I I think that they get a lot of hate for no reason. I think that they're a very good team. And I just don't understand why in every single pick that I see for first touchdown and every single pick that I've honestly seen for the game result, I've been seeing a a lot of people heavy on the Philly side. Um, Not only do I like to be different, but I like to believe in in what I believe in. What I believe in is the best tight end in the league in Travis Scott. Will. Oh, wait, no. Never mind. You already gave your pick. I, yeah. I don't. I, great. Hey, Griff, I was so locked in with your uh, reasoning there that I just completely forgot yeah. that we just all gave our picks. Great reasoning. I love it. And we're going to get to it later, but I have something else to say about this game, which I'm, which is concerning to me. Next, we have, we eat. This is a little fun twist here. No other podcast does, podcast. No other podcast does this. Each one of us found an obscure stat and found the odds for it for what is going to happen in this game, whether it be how a team, whatever it is, we each found an obscure stat. Griff, give us your obscure stat and the odds. Um, Now, this this by rule is obscure, but this is actually something, and I'm going to say that I'm sticking to my guns here. Um, I've been betting this all season on all primetime games. Uh, at plus 250, I have both teams 
to cash in on scoring over one and a half field goals. So that's four total field goals in the game, two for each side. I think that there's going to be a lot of field goals here, a lot of stops in the red zone. And, and it's just a bet that's been so consistent throughout the year. I got to stick with it. And, you know, it's not – it's a bet that not a lot of people know about. You throw a couple units on those e- each game. And in the Super Bowl, there will be a few field goals, I guarantee it. I like that. I like the thought process. I really got an ex- obscure one here. I have – the game to end in a scoregami plus two thousand. I'm really just going in for a wild card on this one. You know, I just have a feeling this game's gonna end in a weird score. Two very interesting teams this season. I feel like there's some good chance that we see a scoregami in the Super Bowl. Hey, and the odds for that aren't even that crazy. You know, for those who don't know, scoregami is a score that's never happened before, and for that only being plus two thousand is wild to me. I mean. How many score? I mean, there's unlimited score gummies. But I'm pretty sure the only place that like I found that one on was like DraftKings, and like they're the only place that did it. So I don't know if that like affected odds percentage or whatever that was, but like still two plus two thousand isn't even that bad. Yeah. So hey, that's pretty cool right there. Here's mine. I'm sorry, guys. The script was leaked to me. Um, I got a buddy. Leak the script. Sorry. Uh, final score is going to be 34. Or I'm sorry, 37 to 34. The Eagles are going to win. Plus 8,000. It's a steal. You want to pay off your credit card debt. You want to pay for your uh, semester of college. This is what you do. You hammer the Eagles plus 8,000. Trust me on this. 37 to 34. Final score was leaked. All right. Hey, th- thank me later. I-, I don't even expect a cut from you guys once this hits. But thank me later. All right. Jaden says that there's going to be a defensive or special teams touchdown scored. Uh, we haven't seen that since. Hester? No, because Jacoby Jones and the Seahawks oh, yeah. did it more recently. Oh, yeah, they think did of, it. Yeah, um, it, it, it was um, Percy yeah. Harvin. No, after that, uh, the, the Broncos scored a defensive touchdown. That was a, no, oh, the no the, the Falcons scored a defensive touchdown in Super Bowl Fifty One. Robert Alford pick six. That was the last time that there was a defensive touch or defensive special teams touchdown scored. All right, that's a, hey, that's a pretty pretty cool run right there. Two plus two twenty nine. Uh, the the value is there, but that I feel like the value should be higher a little bit if I had to pick myself. Darren has the total points ending in an odd number. Hey, that's roulette. You got a fifty fifty shot right there. Uh, Nico has a first half over. And it's this is not favored, which is hey, that's that's something to look at. Over 24 and a half points in the first half, plus 100. We love value. That could be value right there. 24 and a half points is not that much. All right, boys, it's time for the predictions. The predictions that we've been working the entire season towards, right? I know we took a little bit of a break during the NFL season, but I have our final standings as of right now going into the Super Bowl for our NFL predictions for spread. I was leading the way, 54%. Will in second at 52%. Griff in third at 45%. Griff, give me your pick for the spread. Eagles are favored minus one and a half. What do you have? This is for all of the marbles. Um, this I I may be in third place throughout the season, um, but a, a two time lock of the week champion on this on this podcast 
and this is even in the pre-Stav era, actually only in the pre-Stav era, um, I, I just want you guys to know that there's still a dynasty here. You know, you can't win three in a row. You can win two in a row. Um, and, and I'm here to prove that, and, and I'm here to be living proof that you can still be hot towards the end of the season. I feel like I've heated up towards the end of the season. I've been waiting for this moment, and um, I'm going to go with, with a pick that not a lot of people are ready for, it, and, and I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. I have been sticking with them throughout the whole season. Stav had me on the Bengals in the conference championship, and the Chiefs just pulled through, and that was more of a – it wasn't like a me giving up on them. It was a me testing them. And they passed the test. And Patrick Mahomes is hurt. And I like them even more because of that. I it, it, It's a crazy thing to say. But it's any given Sunday. And the Chiefs at plus one and a half. I like them, obviously. Money line for plus odds. Um, I'm taking the spread here on the podcast. I think it's going to be a fantastic game, obviously. And we'll talk about the over-under uh, after this. Um, but at the end of the day, I have Patrick Mahomes uh, moving on to two and two um, in, in his Super Bowl or two and one in his Super Bowl career. Excuse me. William, what do you got for me? So since the Super Bowl stage was set, you know, in my head thinking, oh, well, how about the Eagles this year? You know, best team in the NFC. Don't like the Eagles. How about those Chiefs? Don't like the Chiefs. Nightmare situation in the head, you know. Don't like to see it, but you have to pick one. Unfortunately, I went against my gut. I was thinking Eagles, but I'm going to ride with the Chiefs. Um, in my head, I was like, ah, oh, that defense, you know, it's hurt a little bit. A lot of young players, but the Eagles have a lot of young players. A lot of people that haven't played in the Super Bowl. But the key part is Patrick Mahomes has been in quite a few Super Bowls already. He's young. He still can lead that team. He led the team to a big victory over the Bengals. I And they're, and they're plus – they're plus points too. I don't know how you can't love it. I'm gonna ride with the Chiefs. I'm gonna ride with the Chiefs. Got no other words. So, boys, this is pretty surprising for me. Um, I thought the entire public was on the Eagles, and that that was making me nervous. Hence me getting right into my point. I got the, I got the Philadelphia Eagles minus one and a half here. Um, people don't realize how good this defense is, right? And I mean, people. Don't give them credit for how dominating of wins they've had in the playoffs. I mean, yeah, you got to take it kind of with a grain of salt, too, just because, you know, the 49ers didn't have Brock Purdy. But they did their job, right? Great teams kick the shit out of teams that they should kick the shit out of. And the Philadelphia goddamn Eagles did that all playoffs long and all season long. You know, there was this little stretch where I kind of lost a little bit of faith in them, if I'm being honest, when they were close against the – when they lost to the Washington Commanders and when they were close against the, the Jeff Saturday-led Indianapolis Colts, I was worried about this Eagles team. They shut me up, to be honest, and they've put they've been dominant ever since Jalen Hurts came back. Jalen Hurts' shoulder isn't really messing him up anymore. This offensive line is getting healthy. This defense is getting healthy. Hassan Reddick is a stud. This is going to be an all-time classic game. Chiefs versus Eagles. I got the Eagles minus one and a half. All right, boys. And then for the rest of the guys, Jaden is tailing me with Philadelphia. And then Darren and Nico both picked the Chiefs plus one and a half. Tell Jaden, hey, it's our world and you guys are just living in it. So Eagles minus one and a half. I actually don't even know where he is anymore, but I'll let him know. (laughs) Okay. Boys, it's time for the last football prediction. 
of this season. The last yeah. prediction of the 2022-2023 season comes down to this. Over-unders weren't as successful as spreads. I led the way at 49%. Will, you at 48%. Griff, you at 46%. But it all comes down to this. Nobody cares about what you did in week one of the NFL season. Nobody cares what you did in week seven of the NFL season. All that matters is you get the Super Bowl right. The Super Bowl is the most important game of the year. I have a feeling I know what's going to be picked. Griff, give it to me. It was the over. It was always the over. Um, it will always be the over at 51. And, and, and you got the Kansas City Chiefs against against the Philadelphia Eagles. It, it doesn't make sense. I, I think that this should be lined around 55, 54 and a half. Um, I, I love it in this game. Both teams, it's pretty much a race to 25, 26 points. And, and I think both teams do that quite easily. I think that actually gets hit in the third quarter. Um, we've seen some defensive battles in the Super Bowl, uh, like Pat's Rams. We, we've seen these different moments. Um, but when Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts are going up against each other, I think that this is a matchup we're going to see more than once in the Super Bowl in, in their careers, maybe even more than twice in their careers, if uh, both sides can keep those. That, that Oh, wow, their foundation, excuse me. Um, I'm going with the over here. This game is due. We are due for a classic. I am – sick of the way that Super Bowls have been treated. I feel like Super Bowls have been getting a lot of flack. We're due for a classic. We're due for, I mean, I guess you could kind of say it's a college-type feel where you just feel like it's going to be a great game, and it wasn't this year in college. I'm flipping sides. It's going to be great in the NFL. A lot of points scored, a close game. I got the over at 51. William, I like give it. me your pick. So um, I'm all about having fun. You know, everything's about having fun. What's more fun than the Super Bowl? Nothing. Why wouldn't they want to have fun out there? What's more fun than betting the over? Nothing. Over. Always the over. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. If you pick the under in the Super Bowl, I, I don't think we can be friends. And this is and, an over and, Super Bowl. And if you ask uh, people around our age, you know, 20, 21, 22 years old, if we're going to pick the over or the under, I mean, that's not even a question that you should ask to us. So, like, if we're wrong, I'm sorry, but I'm 20 years old. Why would I be a 20-year-old man and step up here and bet the under? I mean, that's just a, a, a plain yeah, the, weakness. The under is a losing game. You know, and everybody, the over. I mean, it was – there's just no chance that you could ever put me on this episode on the Super Bowl special and I'm going to go out and say the under. Yeah, it makes no sense. It's always the over. I, I mean, I don't even need to say it. It's the over. It's always the over. 51 points is not enough. I'm sorry. The script was already leaked to me with the leaked script. Final score is 37 to 34. You add those up. That's over 51 points. That's all I care about. And if this, when the script was leaked to me, if the under was there, I would bet the under. I'm going to be honest. But uh, what do you want me to say? I, I have the final script leaked to me, boys. I'd you rather lose the over than win the under. End of the week. Wow. Yeah, That's exactly. Right. That's right. Exactly. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it's called losing with pride or winning like a weenie. And I would never bet the under. Jaden, would you ever bet the under? I can never take the under. Yeah, exactly. Bet the under. Exactly. I mean, it's as simple as that. Um, we've been waiting for Jaden to make an appearance. He had to make an appearance by the end of the pod. Um, Jaden, by the way, we already released your pick. Jaden, welcome. First time 
uh, long-time listener, first-time caller, Jaden. Um, <laughs> if you just want to give a little insight, you know, we already discussed you have Philadelphia. You and Star were the only people that have Philly. Uh, just a quick little brief, why do you think they're going to win the game? Super confident. Um, I don't think the Chiefs are 100%. Um, the Eagles are 1,000%, and they've been efficient on every angle of football. So I just believe I'm going to stick with my gut. I love the Chiefs here. I can't, you know, not biased, but love Philly. Love All right. Billy. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Jaden. So, yeah, those are Jaden's picks. Jaden knows. Jaden knows the over. I don't know if he knows too much about Philadelphia, though. I still got Kansas City. Thank you, Jaden, for that appearance. A um, little bit sad. A little bit sad that this is the last game that we'll see in the 2022-2023 season. But, hey, everything great has to come to an end. Football is dwindling down, but that's okay. The Super Bowl football is the best. Is forever. Football, the best way to end anything is with the Super Bowl. And I'm very excited for this game. I cannot wait to recap it with you guys next week. Anyone else have anything to add before we send you guys Super Bowl Sunday? Uh, it, it was a great ride. Uh, it was a great season. My um, first full season on the pod. Congratulations. Welcome. Um, you're completely submerged into it now. Um, basketball season is underway. It's basketball time. Um, at the beginning of the, of the week, we're going to recap the Super Bowl and, and we're going to get right into ball. And it, it's going to be a completely new route for the pod. It's going to be a lot of fun. But like we say in football, first off, there's no such thing as a bad slate. And second, we don't look into the future. We look into the present. We we look at the games that are coming up, and we have one game left. So, I mean, I'm, I'm going to watch this game with, with all the love I have in my heart. Yeah, I, I cannot wait. Will, any last notes before Super Bowl Sunday? Welcome to the Super Bowl, boys. Enjoy the weekend. That's all yeah. I got. That's it, boys. Weekend. Love football. Love you all. Thank you for listening. Go Birds. Peace.